0: It is time now for Making Sense of the Markets with Laurie Pankowski. Laurie is a Senior Portfolio Manager at Canaccord Genuity and joins us now. Good morning, Laurie. Good morning, Simi. How are you? Nice to talk to you. Nice to talk to you, too. And I'm glad we're talking today because I have to tell you, I made a mistake this week. I opened up my statement on my um, financial stuff on yes. my RSP. and Lori, that was depressing. That was really well, it's depressing. Probably
1: because I'm not your financial advisor. <laughs> no,
0: <I'm just laughs> but kidding. the markets are crazy right now.
1: Yeah, no, things are volatile, and everyone's going to experience some sort of correction in their portfolio. It, you know, even for us that um, provide active management in portfolios, you can never uh, sidestep a correction. The way that investors really want want right you would you would hope to see that you 're not down at all right. uh, during times of extreme volatility, but frankly, that is a part of investing and what y- you need to have comfort in, and hopefully uh, just like our clients do is one is is that someone is making decisions on your behalf, making changes when necessary. Getting out of sectors that are underperforming, raising cash if necessary, right, to, uh, impact the downturn. And remember, downturns don't last forever. And also, there's a lot of opportunities that are created from when markets sell off. Although it's never pleasant, you know, nobody feels good during those times. uh, Again, they're just a part of investing. And again, as long as you're in solid blue chip companies, um, they tend to come back. But at this time, it's really important during an inflationary environment to make sure you are in the right areas and uh, not sitting on the sidelines. And, And even if you're sitting in cash... Um, you know, inflation is 6.7% here in Canada. So uh, so we can discuss all of that further.
0: Yeah, let's talk about the volatility in the markets that are happening right now. Like what what would you chart that up to? What is Why is that happening?
1: Yeah, so markets, uh, you know, since last week are down kind of five to 6% if you look at the U.S. markets. They're hanging on to their March lows, which is positive. Like we're seeing it bounce today. And when you see Friday and Tuesday sell off, which is what concerns investors, right? Like when you turn on the news and you see the Dow is down 800 points, um, you know, people start uh, to worry. Just remember, again, everything is in percentages. So that may be 2 2.5% that day. Still not great. You're going to feel it. You're going to see it in your portfolio. But you want to understand why that's actually happening. And so last week, the Fed released their minutes, as we say, uh, from their previous meeting And it came out kind of more aggressive than anticipated or expected. They're going to continue to raise rates to get inflation under control. And at the last meeting... They increased by half half a point, and so the idea is is that in Canada and the the U.S., they could continue doing that for the next few meetings, Um, and then again, if they do, remember, things are are based on that overnight rate, such as mortgages and loans and so on, and so if mortgages get more and more expensive, that could hurt the housing market, it hurts consumers getting cars, so there's a lot of reasons um, for the markets to feel a bit uncertain with interest rates, although... Usually, the stock market is one of the best places to be when rates are going higher. The problem with this is that instead of raising a quarter point, then another quarter point, they're going, we're going to raise half a point, then a half a point, and maybe even three quarters of a point was what the talk was around town. I don't think that's going to happen, but they are going to be aggressive for a few more months, but possibly then we see inflation ease off, right? And again, a lot of this has to do with Russia, Ukraine, oil prices, uh, you know, uh, as well as what's happening in China right now with further lockdowns, uh, very strict lockdowns due to COVID and so supply chain issues. So there's a lot of things at play. And also just remember, there are some companies that benefit from from situations like this as well. So you never want to just run for the hills and make a decision that the world is in shambles and you need to sit in cash. Let professionals make that decision because there's a point where you're also going to have to get back in.
0: Okay, and so speaking of interest rates then too, let's talk about the different areas that you think could feel the impact of that and let's start with real estate.
1: Yeah, exactly. So real estate is one of the areas that would be most impacted and I think we're starting to see that already. I've talked to some real estate agents where they're seeing some softening, if you can imagine. I mean, Simi, we've been talking for two years how hot the market has been. So that would be a a, a big change and it won't change overnight, but in the next six to 12 months, I was just speaking to someone who was locking in a five-year rate uh, around 4.5%. Well, over a year ago, that was only like 2%, right? So that is really affects your affordability and what you can afford when, when purchasing real estate. So that's something to think about. Um, we've seen mortgage applications uh, really drop off in the U.S., and I would expect that would happen here as well. Um, employment as well, right? You could see higher unemployment rates. And Again, right now we have labor shortages, so maybe this just gets things on side, right? Um, stocks, as I was talking about, um, higher rates, uh, inflationary environment stocks tend to be one of the best areas to be in. But again, you got to be in the right areas, um, such as commodities and energy and, and things like that, even financials, although they've been underperforming in the last few weeks. Um, And the one that really, you know, you need to think about, especially if you're close to retirement or retired or you're a conservative investor, are bonds. Um, Bonds are very sensitive to interest rate changes. As interest rates go up, the price of bonds go down, and there's really no other way around it. So if you have a lot of those, you know, as I say, bank bond mutual funds that have very long-term bonds, um, you would have seen your, your bond funds possibly down like 10% this year alone. So that's almost uh, worse than the stock market, right? So so again, you need to be make sure that you have a proper strategy in place and you can lean on a financial team that can get you through these periods because they will happen, right? They're inevitable. Uh, but the point is, 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 how do you get people back to where they were as soon as possible and not let them drop that much?
0: So does the sell-off kind of beget more sell-off? Then, Lori, is is there some confidence lacking with all of these issues that you talked about? There's still so much uncertainty.
1: Yeah, well, there's definitely uncertainty, and any any piece of news could change the tide, though, right? So, let's say we get an inflation read that isn't higher, right? That stays the same or is lower, uh, that could spark. Um, the markets to move higher, right? If the Fed at all, you know, hints that possibly not raising by half a point, maybe in a couple of months from now or a few meetings from now, that could also spark that um, the geopolitical situation, you know, the war in uh, Ukraine. You know, if they came to any sort of agreement, again, that seems unlikely right now. But again, these are catalysts that could change the market within a day or two, right? So again, there is a lot of risk to being out of the market during these kinds of times completely as well. And and we get that. So when we go through this, we're like, okay, what stocks do we think may not perform? For example, we sold Canadian Tire just because, again, if the housing market is affected, maybe that's not where we want to be, Right. But when I talk about staying invested during times of volatility, um, you know, over the course of the last 10 years, if you miss the best 20 days, you had a negative return for that decade, right? You don't know when markets are going up or going down. Um, and emphasis should really be on the quality of your portfolio um, or the types of bonds or bond funds that you have as well, again, just being in the right area. So remember, the economy grows about 85% of the time, and we're seeing very good earnings coming out right now, Simi. Um, we, had, we have a very busy week on earnings, and so like Tech Resources, a company... A copper company we own, uh, Blue Pass Expectations, it's up 10% this morning. Visa is up 8% this morning. Microsoft is up 6% today. Again, all based on great earnings. So those are companies we own. So you have to be a good stock picker in this environment um, and just make sure clients are in the right uh, heavyweight uh, companies out there that are doing well during inflationary times.
0: Right. So then when you say to people who call you up and are concerned, say, listen, just hang in there, things are going to smooth themselves out. I have
1: uh, What I say is we've already started making changes three, four weeks ago. So, you know, even adding staples to the portfolio, right? When we kind of, – there's a talk of the big R-word recession, which, again, is not happening tomorrow, but maybe in two years from now, you know, start adding um, – Companies like Walmart or things even like Dollarama when people are looking for deals because the cost of things have gone up so much, right? So, that's the way that we took the portfolio, even raw stores in the U.S. So, So, again, it's about making changes and so they can call and I'm happy to talk to them as is my team. Um, But the fact of the matter is we're making changes, you know, before they're even thinking about it and even raising cash um, and selling off any positions that we think aren't going to perform in this environment over the next three months. But remember, the markets will change again and they will move higher. And again, you just have to be ready for that. That's why sitting in cash, um, you know, buying a bunch of GICs is likely not going to be the best outcome for you for the remainder of the year. Remember, this two or three month period that you're going through is going to be a blip on your portfolio uh, when you look at investing for the next three, five, ten years, right? So, this isn't um, something that's going to destroy your retirement or something like that. So, that's my opinion. And, you know, I've been doing this for 20 years and I've managed people through many, many serious situations and uh, come out the other side, no problem. It's just sometimes it's a little painful for a few months going through it.
0: <laughs> exactly. But I feel better after talking to you. So, Laurie, <laughs> right. thank you for I'm that. I'm glad we have this chat. <laughs> yeah, I've been too. our closest
1: 40,000 friends.
0: <laughs> me, too. Thank you for that, Laurie. <laughs> yeah, you're welcome. Welcome, Sylvia. It was so nice to talk to you. And uh, anytime you need anything, call me anytime. I will do that. That is okay. Laurie Pinkowski, a Senior Portfolio Manager at Canaccord Genuity. And guess what? You can also call her. You can contact her team at 604-695-LORI, or you can visit their website at pinkowski.ca.